If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn with me, if you will, to Matthew chapter 22. We're going to talk about our purpose, we're going to talk about our mission, and we're going to talk about the vision that God has placed before us. Now, you heard me say earlier that nobody is, is here on accident. God doesn't work in accidents. God works on purpose. And we believe that God has brought every person to Mission View Church for a reason, for a specific purpose. He's called you here. He has gifted you and called you to serve him in relationship with him. And he's gifted you not just for you to come and use those gifts for your own benefit and for the glory of God, but also for the benefit of the church. As we studied through 1 Corinthians last year, we learned that that's what these gifts are all about, that we're to serve one another, that we're to be in relationship with one another, and that the gifts that he's given us are for the church, and the church is a people. Matthew 22, as I turn there as well, this is the great commandment. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together and one of of them, a lawyer asked him a question to test him. Let me just tell you, that's never a good idea. Don't ask God a question to test him or you'll end up with an answer like this. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commands depend all the law and the prophets. You see, these Sadducees and Pharisees were trying to get Jesus into a corner. And really what they wanted him to say is that God had a command for people to follow the law. And which law was more valuable than any other. And they were going to corner him into these, this thing. And he, they were going to cause all kinds of problems for him. And he makes it really clear that these two commands, these two commands... All of the law and all of the prophets rest on these two things. This statement, they were just baffled, right? These Pharisees and Sadducees were just jaws hitting the floor and like, what in the world? How can you say this is all there is to it? There's got to be more. I mean, we've, the Pharisees had commanded people to follow the law, this legalism that they were calling people into. And we look at that great commandment that that great commandment is our purpose as a people. You know, in our world today, people are looking for purpose. People are desperate for destiny. And if you've never heard this before, hear it this morning, God has a destiny for you. God has a purpose for you. And our purpose here at Mission View Church and the purpose that God's calling you into is found right here in Matthew 22. And it's simply said this way, love God and love others. Our purpose as Mission View Church is to love God and love others. And it's in that order specifically for a reason. Because my love for others is only going to be as good as my love for the Lord. You know, as we grow in relationship with God, he changes us. I mean, it is impossible to be in relationship with the creator of the universe and not be changed. God is in the business of changing lives. And as we walk in relationship with him, he continually and sometimes gradually and sometimes fastly changes us and grows us into the people he's called us to be. And in that relationship and in that change, that fuels and inspires this relationship with others. 
as I learn and grow in the love of God more and more, I learn and grow in my love for others more and more. Loving God and loving others. That's the purpose of Mission View Church simply stated. The next thing we want to talk about, just turn just a couple of chapters over to Matthew 28. We talk a little bit about purpose. I want to talk about mission. This is the great co-mission, the commission that Jesus gave us, our marching orders. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Our mission here at Mission View Church is simply said is this, make disciples. I say it this way, God gave us one job. You got one job. And when we get to heaven, he's going to, how'd you do? You had one job, make disciples, make disciples. Now there's a lot to that, I know. Two words that we're using there, and there's a lot to it. We would define this as disciples are people who have an intimacy with God community with others, and influence in their world for the gospel and the good news of Jesus. We are about making disciples. What's that mean specifically for Mission View Church? It means this, that everyone here has a mission. Everyone here has a mission. You are not here on accident or happenstance. God has brought you here. He's gifted you with certain talents for his kingdom and for Mission View Church. And that means that we are a people that are thinking about the people that aren't here yet. We are a people that have been so changed and so miraculously turned around that we want everyone we know to experience what you and I have experienced. This amazing interaction, this amazing relationship that we have with our God. He has stepped into our lives in such a powerful and miraculous way that has marked us and it's that change that inspires us and motivates us to go and share this good news, this amazing gospel with other people. That Jesus would leave heaven. That God so loved us that he would call his only son to leave heaven, come down to earth, put on flesh, become a man, the God-man, Jesus Christ. And he did that to do what you and I can't do to live up to and to fulfill the law that God had set forth for us. We can't do it. The only one who can is Jesus Christ, and he did. He lived a perfect life here on earth. He didn't sin in thought or deed. He lived the perfect life, fulfilling the law. And then he died a sinner's death at the age of 33. Jesus hung on a cross for you and me. He took on the sins of the world, and he was the final and the last sacrifice for all sin. But three days later, he rose from the grave, defeating death and sin for you and me. This is the gospel, the good news, and he invites all of us into relationship with him. By grace, through faith, in Christ alone, he calls us into relationship with him. What kind of God does that? What kind of God sets this perfect standard and then lives up to this perfect standard and then just invites us in by grace through faith in him alone that we can be saved and be in right relationship with our creator God again? Who does that? Jesus does. 
And he calls to you even now and says, come to me. All who are weak, all who are heavy burdened. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Come and follow me. Put your trust in me. That's the good news, that's the gospel, and that's our mission. We've been so changed by that good news that we have to go and let everybody know about it. That's who we are. God, Jesus gave us a job to do. We believe that the Bible is true. And we believe that the Bible is God's spoken word. Every bit of it. Not some, not half, not 99%, but 100% of God's word is God's truth that is God breathed onto the papers. That men's hands may have wrote it, but God breathed it through them supernaturally, miraculously, and we have ended up with this by the power of God. This is God's very word. It is authoritative. It is true. It is right. And we are called to obey it. And because of this great gospel, this great news we have in Christ, it is our joy. It's our joy to follow his guiding and his directing. Because we know that he knows better than we do. And he knows what we need. And he calls us into that kind of relationship. Well, discipleship is so much, but we've, we're trying to create this discipleship pathway for all of us to see, understand, and get into and jump onto. We call it Know, Grow, and Go. This is our coming to know God and knowing God more and more and knowing other believers, our brothers and sisters in Christ, that vertical and horizontal relationship that God calls us into. No. And then growing. We're growing in our relationship with Jesus. He's called us into this growing relationship, and we're growing in our relationship with one another as God calls us to, like we talked about last weekend, as we sing songs and hymns and spiritual songs to one another, and as we stir one another up to love and good works, this relationship he's called us to, we're growing in our relationship with Jesus, and we're growing in our relationship with one another. And then God calls us to go, kind of what we're talking about this morning, that we are going in the power of the Spirit with others with our brothers and sisters in Christ. This Sunday morning service is great that we gather together, but God has called us to go and share the good news with everyone that we meet. It is knowing, growing, and going. Now, this is a cyclical process that never stops because we can never really come to know everything there is to know about God. We are going to continually grow in our knowing the Lord and, and in this growing faith. We're going to continue to know one another and the, the new people that God brings into his church, into his family. And we're going to continue to grow that God's not done with us yet. Isn't that good to know? Ah, come on. Like, that's really good to know. He's not done with you, Pat. He's going to keep growing you and changing you. He's not done with me. He's going to keep growing me and changing me. He's not going to leave us to our own devices. Somebody say amen, right? Like that, praise God. He's not going to leave me to my own devices. He is there. He is with me, and he's challenging me and changing me, and that is good, good, good news. And that's terrifying news too, right? You're like, oh my gosh. You know, he's with me. He's not going to leave me to my own devices. Oh my gosh, he's changing me. He's with us all the time. And we go in the power of the Spirit with one another. This is just, this is our discipleship pathway. We're going to start to see everything that Mission View Church does falls under one of these three categories. 
And we're going to start showing you those things, inviting you into those things. So what does that look like? So who are we reaching with this, this no, grow, go thing? And I, I talk to lots of pastors and different people from other churches. And, and as people come into membership and mission of your church, I get the question sometimes is like, who's your target audience, right? Like, who are you going after? You know, like, like we're Pepsi-Cola or Coca-Cola. Who's our target audience or something, right? And I always tell people, we don't determine our target audience. And like, well, what do you mean? You gotta have a target audience. And I'm like, yeah, like, like human beings. Jesus called, he says, go. You know, he, you know, he says, go everywhere. You know, you're, you're local, you're regional, national, international. You go, you share the gospel. And here's what I mean by that is we don't determine our target audience. God determines our target audience. He draws, if we lift him up, he draws people unto himself. We don't go after a target audience. We go after our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And as we lift him up, he draws people to himself. Now, now here's where it comes, here's where our part comes in. Is we look and we see, and we, we get real practical and we say, okay, who's God bringing to Mission View Church? And I don't know if you've noticed or not, it's a bunch of people with babies. <laughs> like this whole stage. Every time we do baby dedications, we need a bigger stage. I mean, at the new building, our stage isn't quite this big. I'm just going to fill you in. It's not quite this big at the new building. But um, it, it, we're probably going to have to like three lines on the stage and maybe a light out in front of the stage if we keep growing like this and people keep having babies. But that's, that's who God's drawing to Mission View Church, young families. So it makes it really simple for us as we see who God brings. Now, he's not just bringing young families. People of all ages are coming to Mission View Church. Praise God for that. Praise God. We need the seasoned saints with wisdom and, 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 and just great investment in the younger generations, man, to, to talk to and just great stuff. We want all of that, but we do recognize that God is bringing young families to Mission View Church. So we move forward in, in vision and practicality with that in mind, that God's given us that kind of target audience. So we don't make our target audience. God decides who our target audience is. And that's who we are reaching locally. But then we talk about globally too. Mission View Church isn't just about Stark County. Mission View Church is about the gospel of Jesus Christ going out here over Ohio, over the region, over the United States, and then to the ends of the earth. That's why we have so many missionaries and missions organizations that we partner with. That's why we invest a high percentage of our income, even at this young stage of our church life, to missions. And we're not just about investing a large percentage of our, of our tithes and offerings to that. We're about boots on the ground, going out and being with these missionary partners all over the world. Now, COVID's kind of put a crimp in that, and we're kind of bummed about that. But as soon as borders open up and travel opens up, we're going to be all over the planet we're going to be everywhere sharing the gospel. It is so powerful. Like we had the new church plant, right? Our first church plant in Guatemala, Los Bordos, Guatemala. Josh, the guy who was up here doing prayer, he's an elder here, shared earlier. Me and him got to go to Guatemala, Los Bordos. And um, there was a well dedication that we did. We renovated a school while we were there. We got to meet all of the families in Los Bordos. We got to pray with all of those families. We shared the gospel while we were there. And we were excited to meet the pastor who's going to be pastoring the people of Los Bordos and then talk to him about a church that we were going to be building. Not only did we build that church and pay for that, but we actually bought the land the church was on. What an opportunity God has given us. And now that's not the end of the relationship. 
World Help, we did the Village Transformation over three years. It's a well, it's a school, and it's a church building. But that's not the end of the relationship for Mission View Church. We have an investment in these people. God has called us to love these people. So when there was a, sh- a food shortage in Guatemala, we sent food. When there was a need for school supplies, we sent school supplies. And when their needs come up in the future, we're going to be there for this sister church that's a long ways away. That's a flight away or two flights away, right? This is who God's called us to be, a missional people on mission for God. Not just here with our neighbors and family members and coworkers, but wherever God calls us, Tajikistan, Israel, Turkey, Guatemala, wherever God calls us, we are people willing to go, to make sacrifices to go so that God would be glorified his gospel would be spread, and his kingdom would be extended for his glory. Amen? Amen. I love the kids. Amen. Amen. That's right. So how are we doing this practically? What does this look like right here, right now? Well, we, baptisms. Man, somebody's ready. What time is it? Somebody's ready. We have baptisms today too. Lots of baptisms actually, so I'm probably going a little too long here. But how do we do this practically? What are we doing? We do it, one, through these weekend services, these gatherings that we have, this Hebrews 10 gathering that God says, don't forgo the gathering of the saints as some do. No, we gather together to stir one another up to love and good works, his, his word says. So we're excited about that, these weekend services where we have biblical teachings that's talked about in 1 Corinthians 2 and 2 Timothy 3. Passionate worship that's talked about in Ephesians 5, which we stated last week in Psalms 96. Sacrificial service that we see in Romans 12. Live a life of sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Extravagant generosity that's talked about in Mark 12. The giving of our time, talents, and treasures. Extraordinary hospitality that's talked about in John chapter 13. And then intentional fellowship that God calls us into in relationship with one another. That's one of the core values we have. I've already talked about it a little bit, but one of the ways that we do that practically here at Mission View is through what we call community groups. These are groups that meet throughout the week in people's homes where we share a meal together, we open God's word together, and we pray together and for one another. Community groups. If you're not in a community group, join a community group. It will change your life. And we do it through outreach that we're reaching out to our community in practical and tangible ways. And I am super excited to tell you about something today. Two of my favorite people are going to come up right now to the stage. So I just want to tell you, like, it's been like two years. God has put this heavy weight on my heart. And let me just share this with you. As a lead pastor, God puts things on my heart, like, way before you guys hear about it. Like, this, this heavy weight, like God's like, you got to reach out to your community. And I'm like, yes, we got to reach out to our community. I got to, we got to go out there. And so I try and do it. And I tell the staff we have to do it. And then I share about it and preach about it. We got to go do it. And it, we don't go do it. And I'm just like, Lord, you know, what's happening? How, how are we doing this? You know, you got to, we got to reach our community. And, and I just pray and I pray and I have this heavy weight. And then Amber and Chad call me up and say, hey, I need to meet with you. And I'm like, okay, that's great. And they're like, God has put this on our heart. It's so heavy that we want to reach the community. We want to start an outreach ministry. And I'm like, 
yes, yes, I've been praying about this for like two years, you know. And as we pray and we work towards these things, God moves on the hearts of you. This is, this is what the church is meant to look like. That as we pray about God's word and it stirs our hearts and changes us, that we just have to do something with it. It's just not enough to come on here on Sunday mornings and sit in a, in a, in a chair and hear God's word. There's, there's, there's more that he's put on our hearts to do. And um, these two are like on fire to reach our community with the love of God, to show God's love in practical in tangible ways, just throwing the seed of the gospel out there and seeing what happens, seeing what God does with it. So I don't want to tell your whole story or anything. Tell us, tell us about Reflect Ministry and like what, what God's put on your heart for this thing. Uh, yeah, I would say first, um, before we talk about that, for me, I have always had a heart for outreach. Um, I've always, even looking back in my life before coming to Christ, I could always see God working through my heart to have um, a desire to reach out to other people, to build others up, um, and to, to invest in the lives of other people. Even before I knew Christ, I could see God working through my life in that area, and, and, and he has given me that desire. And uh, so I've always loved people and loved challenging others. And you know the saying, opposites attract. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been the supportive wife that has encouraged him to go out and have those hard conversations with people, and I'm more behind the scenes. Um, but um, as many of you know, um, because you guys have been praying for our family for so long, um, we um, were really hit with COVID um, exactly a year ago. And through that, um, God really worked on me and has changed my heart and my perspective on things. Um, and you soon realize that life is very short and, um, you know, with trials, God, God uses those. And there was a lot of positive that came out of that. Um, and the, that's what I'm focusing on. Um, so through that experience is when my heart started changing and I realized that, um, you know, obviously like Josh, Josh talked about earlier in the service, um, you know, our missions is the blood of our church. And, um, you know, our founding pastor um, was so passionate about that. And Matt came on and has challenged us with the 200,000. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I started, I've, I've always had that, you know, I love, that's why we're here. You know, we love that aspect of the church. But like I said, my heart and my perspective um, through the last year has definitely been changed. And um, it has become a burden now for me because like I said, life is short and I want to get out there and I'll still probably be a little bit more behind the scenes than him, but. <laughs> um, you we know, all are actually. Right, right. <laughs> You're right. Sometimes a little too much. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was just really laid on my heart that, you know, in order to do that and, and to really see um, Christ in our, in our communities and in our schools and in our workplaces and in our homes, we really have to be intentional. Um, so that's when, you know, we, we came to Matt with, with our proposal. So. Yeah. yeah, so they came to me and shared, this is our heart. We want to go and share the gospel. We want to show God's love in practical and tangible ways. And I was like, that's awesome. Let's put a plan together. And so they went and they have an entire, they have, the ministry is planned out. And why don't you tell us, tell everybody a little okay. bit about your, your plans, what God's yeah. put on your heart and how you're going to like enable all of us to come alongside and do yeah. this thing. So um, first uh, in the name, I guess, and we'll kind of, I'll let you share a little bit of that and, and what the, the symbol of the logo is. This is the new is. shirts. This, these are the new shirts. Um, so if you want to. 
share a little bit about that. Yeah, so we chose the, the moon just as a picture of this ministry for us, just because we know that the moon doesn't reflect its own light. It's just, it's a reflection of the light from the sun. And same thing with us as believers. It's not about us and reflecting our own light, but we as believers need to reflect the light of Christ uh, to others. So that's the picture of us and uh, of this ministry. And yeah. So basically overall, the, the ministry, like I said, is going to be, we, we need to be intentional. So um, we will be doing monthly outreach events um, with the church, and um, they're going to be those, those small practical things of just getting out into the community. So for example, in February, we're going to go to a sled riding hill and pass out hot chocolate to the families that are there and just sit down and build those relationships and have those conversations. Um, we'll have a free car wash in the summer, and we'll have a bubble party at Price Park where we're we're going to pass out bubbles and just have fun with the kids and play and, and really taking that opportunity to build those relationships with, with the people that are there in the community. Um, so not only will there be the monthly activities, but then we'll also be um, putting out just different ideas that you can do as a family individually. Um, you know, maybe it's going through the grocery store line and buying the, the cashier a candy bar and giving them one of our cards that says, you know, I'm praying for you. Um, so just simple things like that. Um, so it, it will continually be a focus, um, you know, with, with us individually as our families and then all, also together as a church. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. That's great. Let's give them. Yeah. You know, we've always said we don't want to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. It's on. It's on. You're good. Okay. Sorry. I forgot. We will be out front with a table with more information. If you yes. have any questions about yes. that, please feel free to see us. And we're also going to have an informational meeting December 5th after church in the commons um, if you're interested in joining our team. So Awesome. Sorry. Yeah. Join the team. Join the team. No, you're good, Amber. Yeah. Join the team. Yeah. So we've, I've always said that we, we don't want to be a church that's in the community. We want to be a church that's a part of the community. And this, this type of outreach, being active in the community, going to the community, is what we are all about. And we're so excited about reflect, the Reflect ministry and reflecting the love of God and the gospel to our community in practical and tangible ways. So anyways, yeah, now real quickly, uh, before we jump into baptisms, I want to share with you about the vision of Mission View Church. Our vision is to reach 200,000 people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the love of God. We want to reach 200,000 people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the love of God. And it's going to take us partnering with other churches like Summit Church, who we partner with, North Canton Cares, other missions organizations locally and globally, and missionaries all over the world. This is not about Mission View Church. Our mission is about the glory of God. And it's going to take us being kingdom-minded, not caring who, who's recognized or any of this other stuff. But it's about us being passionate about the good news of Jesus and what he's done in our lives. It's the only way that we can reach the 200,000. That 200,000 number isn't some arbitrary number we just made up or pulled out of the sky. But when my wife and I were praying about moving to North Canton to pastor Mission View Church, I was doing a study online and there was a religious study, I think it was done around 2012 or 2013 of, of Stark County and the surrounding municipalities. 800,000 people were interviewed and 200,000 of that 800,000 claimed no religious affiliation whatsoever. And I was like, how could that be? 
Stark County, Summit County, the home of the first mega church, churches on every corner. How can that be? What that told me is that this, this is a huge place that the, the gospel is needed to go forth to. 200,000 people in Stark County and surrounding municipalities that claim no religious affiliation whatsoever. These people need Jesus. They need the hope that you and I have received from Christ. And he's calling us to reach them. Now that 200,000 isn't just Stark County and surrounding municipalities. And my missionary partners remind me of that, right? Because we're about reaching people with the gospel no matter where we go and no matter who we partner with. We want to make sure that Jesus is being glorified and his, his good news is being shared. So that's our vision. And I want to invite you even now to join in to that vision. Be a part of Mission View Church. If you've, you've been coming for a while, you're thinking about membership, that's what membership means. You're just coming alongside, joining in the mission, the purpose, and the vision that God set before us. So I would invite you into that.